Hello, everyone. Welcome to Harmonic Heart, where a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. I have my, my new friend, Reddy, on the show today. She's a violinist and singer and handbell artist. I don't know the correct term for it, um, but I think she has an interesting story, and I'm excited for her to share her story with you. So welcome, Reddy Berhe. Thanks for having me. This is this yes. is an honor. So thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm glad to have you. Did I pronounce your name in the right way? You did. You did. Okay. Sweet. Right? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So um, yeah, tell us about how you got into music. How you started playing instruments. Yeah. So it's this is interesting because I was born and raised in Ethiopia. So mm. I was about like eleven when I came to the states. Uh, so around like middle school and um, so my family I should say like I guess they love music and so my mom was in the choir my grandpa used to sing um, so on my mom's side of the family there's a lot of like people who really love the arts and like we were just really involved in their church choir etc so I feel like music was sort of introduced to me like when I was quite young um, but I never really picked up an instrument or anything until um we immigrated here to the states and obviously like you know immigrant parents gotta love them <laughs> they want the best for you obviously they want you to have the best experience and they want you to try everything and because um these weren't this wasn't something that was accessible back home like as easily as it is here in public school systems so um my dad was like you need to pick an instrument every american kid plays an instrument and i was like is that so? Okay. So I actually, I think he picked the violin for me. He's the one who was like, yeah, just, I think you should play the violin. And I said, sure. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I started. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> okay. So, and this was, you know, in school. So what was it like, you know, those first experiences, you know, learning violin in school? Yeah. So the initial experience, I think it was so cool. I remember when I first brought the violin home, I think everyone in the house was like, like open it like we want to see it and I didn't even know how to quite hold it it was just right. it was an experience for everyone mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. um initially I I think since I was in the beginning stage like I I felt kind of frustrated because I was like I don't know what I'm doing like mm -hmm. I, it was just like yeah practice was like a huge thing my orchestra teacher was on us about like making sure that we practice and mm -hmm. do your scales etc um, so initially I, it was intriguing, but then eventually at some point around like, I think like eighth grade going into high school, some people were like going to stop playing. It wasn't like the thing to do. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to stop. I wanted to not play anymore. I was just like, okay, I think I'm done with this phase. Like, mm -hmm. but, um, my parents thought otherwise, they were just like, no, like you have to keep playing. Like you're getting better. Like you're getting, you sound great. And I think at that point is when I was like, okay, like I'll continue. And that's when mm, I started mm. to play for their church as well. And that, mm. that was actually pretty cool. And that kind of encouraged me to keep going. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and violin is one of my favorite instruments that, you know, I don't play. So, you know, it's exciting to hear, you know, your story with violin. And it seems like it is one of those instruments that does take a lot of like patience and just a lot of technique and practice to actually just sound like music or sound good and not <laughs> well, like yeah, just screeching. Yeah, the piano is the same way, I'm sure. That's one of oh, my favorite yeah. instruments that I can't play. So. 
man and how old were you again when you first started playing violin I was 11, <clears throat> so, 11, I was 11 okay. yeah. so maybe around like sixth grade and then by eighth grade um you know you were thinking maybe you know like other kids aren't really doing this should I keep doing this and, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was like I don't know if I want to keep doing this but mm-hmm. um they didn't have a musician at their church so mm-hmm. it was like um actually our church I say because it's a small Ethiopian church and mm-hmm. um my dad was like as soon as I started to catch notes and I can read and he he heard it sounding like music like when I started mm-hmm. practicing mm-hmm. he was like yeah. you should try to play these hymns and so I would try mm-hmm. and they actually sounded like the hymn it was supposed to sound oh, like wow. and awesome. so, <laughs> yeah. um when I started to play they really loved it and you could mm-hmm. tell that people were like um encouraged by the fact that there was someone playing an instrument as they sing because usually it's just their voice mm-hmm. um and I think that was kind of a motivating factor and the church itself was pretty great and that's when I was with the handbells the same director would play the guitar every Christmas Eve and Mm. um like to I would try to accompany him with the violin so it was really it was encouraging I would say they played a huge role in me continuing my instrument oh well yeah so um I guess two things so I guess with you know you're at the church tell me about you know, that experience of like, you know, your presence playing the violin because of, you know, who you are. And hmm. so you're saying at that same, and then also like, so you're saying at that same church is where you were um, playing the handbells too, or was that at a different church? Yeah. So the, the way that the church was, was there was an Ethiopian service, but then there was like the American service. So since the Ethiopian service wasn't like as established with like young adult, like in children ministries, et cetera, they would send mm-hmm. us to the American service to be involved with the Sunday school and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So um, they had a handbell choir that's, they were, they, they were, you know, that was already organized and they had a director. And um, so I started learning the handbells and I actually played it all the way through high school until mm-hmm. I went off to college. So, mm-hmm. which was interesting because I, I think it's like an interesting, you know, when people are like, what's an interesting fact from the past? And I'm like, right, yeah. I, I remember thinking like, I don't know if a lot of people have played the handbells. I was in a handbell choir, I guess. So right, that was yeah. really neat. And mm. yeah, so it was the same church. Yeah, same church. Mm. And um, it just, I really love the fact that that was like really encouraged. And I think um, it was cool to see like other young girls, which is something like I definitely, so one of my younger cousins picked up the violin because I started playing the violin. So stuff like that is always really cool because she wanted to do the same thing. And so it's a positive influence. And and I think everyone was super encouraging there as well in regards to like whether it sounded great or not. Um, They were just like, no, you're getting better. And this sounds great. So Mm -hmm. um, it was was really cool. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So at the same time, were you also playing... Well, you know, in high school, were you playing violin for your school too? I was. So yeah, I was in the school orchestra. So that was really cool because I was, um, and this is sort of when I started to, I was split between like choir and orchestra, but because I had been playing the violin for like, since middle school, I stuck with the violin. Mm -hmm. Um, And when it came to like with the church, um, with my parents, I would sing with them sometimes. And so like, I've always loved singing, but I wasn't in the choir in high school. I I continued orchestra. But 
whenever we had opportunities like uh, to be in the pit orchestra when there was like a musical that we mm. were doing that year, mm -hmm. um, which incorporated both like people singing and then like people playing instruments. That was yeah. really neat. So every year I would be like super excited to um, be in the pit orchestra. Right. We would have like competitions every year mm. uh, with the local high schools and mm. there would be like judges that come and listen oh. to the orchestras play and like mm. there was a rivalry between like different high schools like oh, oh. who got the highest score and wow. um so it was just it was a really cool experience and we would mm -hmm. get to go to do trips like um and play uh at like different like parks like we went to Hershey Park I think one year and like oh. played there mm. um during the holidays we would go to a local um, nursing home mm. and we would play mm. like carols and so yeah. I just it was a really cool like group of friends and like friends that I still have till this day so oh. it was a really neat experience yeah and that's awesome yeah you've had you know a range of experiences yeah I think it's really cool how you got to play in the pit orchestra during musicals and of course traveling and those competitions sounded mm -hmm. yeah really fun yeah. and um, I think in high school you were also you joined a garage band is that right I did. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> Shout out to the townhouse band. That's oh, yeah, it was right. great. Yes, I did. Um, it was very different than my like experience in classical, you know, like being classically trained on the violin. So mm. one of my friends who had an idea to start up uh, like a band um, mm -hmm. and this was and this is like super, I guess, new even for my family because mm. like we just came to the States, like, they're like, oh, yeah, my daughter is in the orchestra, but like a band, like, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah, right. it's different. Um, so <laughs> I, I remember feeling kind of nervous when they first started because they were playing like, we were doing like Beatle covers, like songs mm, and like, mm. um, and I remember when I initially started with them my first day thinking like where do I fit in in all of this mm, like right, yeah. there's a bass guitar a drummer like this is nothing like <laughs> the orchestra that I'm used to like you know yeah yeah um but it was cool to find sort of my space in there and I think it was it was a different challenge because there was a lot of like you have to really train your ears to like kind of start writing your own parts if that there's not a violin part or like where you mm. think strings would fit in yeah. um and yeah I think it was and I there was an opportunity to get to like see how people play them I remember for one song I think they trained me to like play the bass guitar but it was oh, like okay. one song because <laughs> I don't play the bass guitar um but it was it was really neat and it was different but we got to perform and there was like the battle of the bands in oh. my high school so different mm. like um people who were part of bands would come like on the battle of the bands night and mm people would like bands would come up and play the songs and you'd get ranked and people would vote. So mm. that was really neat. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. I forgot to mention that, you know, that you're from the DMV area or you're, you're based in the DMV area. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'd like for, you know, you to speak to those two experiences. Like I, I've, I haven't played in an orchestra, you know, I, I play piano, like I took piano lessons well, I guess I have been. I was in like the school band. <laughs> that does like, count. Yeah, in elementary school, middle <laughs> that school. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, if you could speak to, like, I guess, you know, when I imagine an orchestra, you know, there's different string instruments and all these things 
and it's you know you're all playing like you all learn a specific song and you know you're each of you need to be on point I'm kind of yeah curious what it feels like when you're all in sync and um, playing a song could you kind of yeah, speak to that? Yeah. It's it's definitely a place where you know how most people are like when you think of like teamwork and like sportsmanship, et cetera, your mind automatically mm. goes to like athletics mm, and et right, cetera. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually one of the best places to also learn that is to um, being in the orchestra. And so mm, what yeah. what's really cool is that like every so every month, depending on the, the season or the time. So if it's like the winter season and it's all about like choosing holiday songs and it's a lot more lax like you know you're like oh like we're playing carols things that we've heard or different arrangements of the same songs uh but so when it's like you know we're preparing for the like the um the state comes with the judges mm. and they like hear oh, the right. different orchestras <laughs> right. we're learning like 10 songs or 11 songs in a month Oof. so that right. would include like after school practices um so obviously we have different sections. There's the violin section one, violin section two. Some orchestras are big enough to have th a third section for the violins. Same way you would have like soprano and like alto. Mm -hmm. um, then you have your viola section. Mm -hmm. um, then you have your cellists. And then you have like your like bass. Like, so it's sort of all of the those arrangements, I guess, um, mm -hmm. in one. Some people are lucky to have like two bass players because I feel like that's more rare like at mm -hmm. least I haven't met a ton of people that play the bass like it's right. yeah. yeah like the <laughs> viola. so um usually when they, they're like rare so mm -hmm. you're just like wow like how was that like you know <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, um so it was really cool because we were all introduced to the same song at the same time so we would hear it and we would it's literally it almost also feels like kind of like a like English class when you're given a book and you're like you have to analyze it and like no mm, so we have to right. break it down to like mm. see sort of like what did the like composer intend to communicate through this like mm. what's the background of the song like mm. what oh. you know what was he thinking about why did he mm. write it mm. um and then that kind of explains sort of like the um the different things that he chose to incorporate like mm. in the music literature so you're you're like oh that's why it's like a ton of flats in here why there's a ton of accidentals or like oh. you know so um it's it was really cool and it like you start to kind of like like understand a story through music and mm. you have it mm. relate to it in that way and so that was really cool um and i think it you know we all like in that section like violin section one would be like you know your group of people that you can practice with all the time you're like oh yeah that one tough part or like you know how are you doing this and just kind of helping each other out mm -hmm. um and actually sometimes they would invite the national um the so there's like a, a state-based orchestra like in virginia and they also travel like around mm -hmm. um to play at different places different concerts around the states mm -hmm. and so they'll have their section leader come to like the violin section or like the mm -hmm. viola section mm -hmm. and we would get to hear what it would sound like when the professionals play it you know oh, and you're just wow. like oh like <laughs> so it's really cool and right. um it definitely exposes you a lot to like uh just like understanding and relating to music in a deeper way and um yeah it was so it was so great now that i'm thinking about it i'm like i kind of miss it now <laughs> um, but because i'm so used to playing it all by myself now since we mm -hmm. have we don't have that extra but yeah. it's it's definitely 
it's really neat. It's, it's a great experience yeah man yeah that's fascinating you know the way you describe getting that background context of what the composer was saying because even you know you get that reasoning for why there might be you know changes in tempo like why would it speed up why would it slow down like mm-hmm. you know the different you know you know harmonies that are done and yeah just things like that I think are really fascinating like and then you know the choices the composer would do um absolutely yeah and so you know in that process of you know learning those songs and it you know being really on point and essentially you know taking what someone else has done that's a very yeah different process than being in a garage band and having to come up with you know melodies yourself and you're the only violinist so can mm-hmm. you speak a, a little bit more to you know that process too how yeah. you able to do that yeah <laughs> It's so funny because, yeah, I think I'm so used to being given a sheet of music and being like, Mm -hmm. I know what my part is. I just need Mm -hmm. to practice this and I'm good to go. And then you go into a garage band and you're like, I have no idea like where Mm -hmm. to start with this. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Do I even play here? Should I even be Mm -hmm. here? Right. Um, But so that what that helped me to do and I've noticed um, was, I guess I didn't think like, and actually now more than then, like violinists and like they're incorporating a lot of violins into like hip hop and mm, like, you yeah. know, like Lindsay Sterling is one of my favorite violinists. Mm. Oh, and okay. um, she like just her, I think her art brought to light the potential of like, cause I think strings were given like a place and it mm. was just, it's classical. Mm. And now like you hear it in, any genre of music hmm. and you see how cool it really sounds huh. and I yeah, think I'm not familiar the- with that with that violinist can you tell us about the work she's done yeah so she Lindsay Sterling uh she had auditioned for American Idol mm. um she had gone on American Idol and actually like I think Simon including a, a couple of judges who were just like uh no like she she dances while she plays her violin oh interesting it's so amazing <laughs> she's <laughs> she's just amazing like and so she has a ton of stuff on YouTube um mm-hmm. but so she didn't make it an American Idol and I think mm-hmm. some of the things that they said were kind of like disheartening for her but she went off and did her own thing um she started a YouTube channel and so mm-hmm. she started getting followers on there and then before you know it, I'm sure you've heard of like Pentatonics, like the band. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's like been featured a couple of times in their videos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she writes her own pieces. And yeah, so she literally dances as she plays her violin. It's like pretty oh. amazing. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she's, I mean, she writes classical songs, but she's also been part of a lot of like hip hop songs that are like mm. mainstream and mm. um they just you can you just see how it enhances the song and how beautiful it is Mm -hmm. and so when I got to do that with the garage band I was like wow like this is actually pretty cool like you know there was a couple times where it and it's definitely like learning it's when you can like when you're in an orchestra and you're listening for like who has the harmony and like who needs to do what they need to do with this part it's 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 a little different with the garage band because there's like a singer there's a drummer there's like a beat, like there's a guitarist and there's a lot of different instruments going on. Mm-hmm. And so it was neat. And I think um, I will say the reason why I was probably really nervous because I didn't have that much as much say before, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It right. had that its, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the garage band, it was like, oh, like I, I had a lot of input. Right. It was, I mean, I essentially it was years of you, you know, being told, you know, what to play. And I would imagine, you know, just really having to be on point with being told of what you have to play to really having complete freedom over 
what the violin section would sound like in the garage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. I could be like, oh, I'm going to play it this way. I think it would sound cool if we did it that way. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot more room to just kind of do whatever. And so initially it was kind of scary, but then eventually it was something I really enjoyed. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a really neat experience for sure. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, I think we were also talking about, you know, in the, the handbell group and some kind of values and lessons you picked up from your time with them as well. Yeah, so the handbell choir, it was really neat because it was based off, th you know, through the church. So uh, we would play like during the service. So they would have like, a, um, just like how the choir would sing. Well, there were some songs that we would, like the handbell choir would be like part of and some of the handbell choirs were not part of. They also had like annual like concerts, handbell concerts, which were like really fun. Um, I definitely learned a lot and there was a lot more older folk in that group. So I, when I was in high school, um, the, the director of the handbell choir, he would, uh, like, he would come pick me up, like after school, take me to the church practice with his wife. Um, and they were like, it was, it was really neat because I learned a lot from them. One, just like as people, they were like great mentors. Um, but also I, I was just really amazed about like his passion of like, you know, no matter like how big or small the choir was, he loved the handbook mm -hmm. choir so much that like whatever mm -hmm. he needed to do to help us learn and like pick up different skills, he did. And so mm -hmm. it was really neat because this one was like hand-eye coordination. A lot of it was like being able to play, like, you know, you start out with two bells, but then eventually you can do forehand and then you start to like add mm -hmm. on more bells. And so you're able to cover a lot more notes oh, wow. within the music. So mm. it's really neat, mm. um, you know, like you, uh, it, it's also really cool to see how you can produce like such beautiful music with, with bells. Like no one would think like bells, mm. like you played the bells like, like a bell and I'm like, yeah, but it's a little different because like there's different notes and there's different like uh, bells for all the notes. And so, um, yeah, just like orchestra, it's like, kind of the same concept but it was it's, it's sort of different because it almost feels like you're doing like percussion type of like you know like movement right. um <laughs> so it's a different type of challenge so it was cool to be able to be an orchestra playing strings and then shift like once or twice a week when I would have handball practice to yeah. like practicing those bells that was really neat yeah um yeah another thing we had talked about was that you know there was a time you weren't really sure about continuing violin and um, you mentioned you're happy you stuck with it. Um, yeah, what do you think, you know, kind of led to you feeling like, no, oh, I'm really glad I, I stuck this out and continued to play? Um, I think, honestly, I, I didn't think I had like, first it was like, my dad is making me play the violin. Like that's kind of how it started, right? It's mm -hmm. like, oh, they, my parents thought it'd be great for me to start playing an instrument. Mm -hmm. um, I think when it started to become sort of my instrument and like, I really like it, I like mm -hmm. doing this was um, times when we would be like, like off for the summer or anything like that. And I would find like music that was really cool that I wanted to learn to play, right? Mm -hmm. um, and also um, there was a choir with the Ethiopian church and I would get to uh, play my violin with the choir. And I like choir is another like, has this very special place in my heart because that's what I was in when I was in college as a women's choir. Mm -hmm. But like, I just loved playing it because I started to 
pick up songs that I wanted to learn. And like, it wasn't like a strict, like you practice this many times every day, you Mm -hmm. must learn the song by this deadline. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't like that. And there was no playing tests, like, cause that's what we did in high school. There were tests, like you had Mm -hmm. playing tests. So it wasn't so much of that stress, but it was more so like, this is so fun. Like I get to play this. And so like one of my favorite songs that I first was practicing was like Coldplay's song. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's one of my favorite bands. <laughs> and so I would blast their song and I would like play along because I would find mm. like the music sheets um, mm, and play with yeah, them. Right. <laughs> and I was like, this is so cool. And I uh, think the fact that I could do that on my downtime and just like enjoy my instrument and just mm, playing it and mm-hmm. like finding different ways to sort of like write songs and things mm-hmm. that I like mm-hmm. to do in that regard, um, that was really neat. And I think that's when. I started to really love it and be like, mm. I play the violin because I really want to. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was similar for me with piano. Would you say that like that was happening in high school or college or after? Like, when was that? Yeah, I would say like sometime in high school in the summers, I think mm. summer of my sophomore year to yeah. and onwards, I feel like um, I started to really, uh, that's when I actually started to uh, try and like compose sort of my own things uh, and see mm-hmm. kind of what would come of it. And I would just pick up and start playing and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Let me write these notes down. Like, you know, oh, and nice. then, <laughs> um, and I had a really good friend in the same orchestra who was a, like she played the viola. So um, she would find really cool pieces online and she, like there'd be duets. So mm-hmm. we just want to see like what it would sound like. So we would oh. just like, she'd be like, oh, we should try this one. And so mm-hmm. we would do it together. And that was really fun. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, so in college, you joined the Women's Choir. Tell me about that experience. Yeah, so uh, when I went to college, I I wanted to continue to play my instrument if I could, um, but they didn't have an organized orchestra. Mm-hmm. They did have like winds, um, like wind instruments and like the band. Um, and there was some uh, groups like that, but there wasn't an organized orchestra. So, but because I had loved singing, um, but I hadn't been, like in a formal choir like really it was just through my church like mm. the choir okay. um like my my yeah so there was a lot of self-doubt there because i was like i don't know if i should audition for this mm. this, this could be yeah. like the worst thing ever or like mm. the best thing ever so mm. my sophomore year in college i decided i was i like didn't tell any of my friends that i was actually gonna audition because i was just like if this goes terribly i'm just gonna know for myself and then i'll just True. go back to yeah. my dorm yeah and right. it's fine so True. um I went to uh yeah I had my time to audition for the women's choir and it was called Oriana um and I went mm-hmm. and I I sang Amazing Grace like the basic tryout song right like everyone's like Amazing Grace mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> but yeah. it was good and it went well and I was like it was such oh. a compliment from the like the choir director to be like oh he's like why didn't you try out your freshman year like you know where have you been and I was like oh this is so fun mm. oh. so I got to join mm. and that was so that was really cool that was a great experience um mm-hmm. it was oh. like it was like your voice is your instrument now and so it was a little bit different and mm-hmm. so uh, but it was so beautiful I love hearing choirs sing anyway and like I love mm, singing yeah, it's just right, it's so sure. it's, it's such a beautiful sound and so um mm, it was mm. it was similar to like learning the story of the song and the pieces that we would sing mm. and it mm-hmm. my like the fact that I could read notes came in handy because I was like oh okay so I can like learn songs quicker so mm, it was mm-hmm. it was really neat yeah 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. You sing too, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I sing. Yeah. I don't know. I sing. I rap. You know, play guitar, piano, produce all that. <laughs> yeah. But That's yeah, amazing. I was in. That's amazing. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's fun. I was in a um. Maybe two years ago, I joined my church's choir. Well, I've been in choirs throughout, but um, I joined, it was like a gospel choir. Um, so okay. I've actually been in a lot of choirs now I think about it, but That's no, the amazing. gospel choir the I was gospel in. Choir. Mm-hmm, it was really fun, like the young adult gospel choir. And yeah, it was really beautiful. And I felt, um, you know, it was like spiritually healing for me. It was, um, I really appreciated that time. And also just the friends I made in that choir. It was really special, yeah. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. like in the DMV? It was. It was in the DMV. It was in DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This um. Yes, yeah, the church is called Saint Augustine. Yeah. That's so. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Crazy. The um. You know, just the pandemic, we're not you know singing anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah. You know, things are back. Yeah. That has to be my <laughs> dream. Being a gospel <laughs> choir. That's so. That's really neat. <laughs> yeah, I was in um. Yeah, the high school, the choir I was in in high school was like a chorale type of thing, okay, kind yeah. of, you know, like the older music, and I mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, and you know, in elementary and middle school, we we were in the choir too. And then I was in the like the Catholic ministry in high school. I mean, in college, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, singing and playing guitar for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Did you learn to sing and play like at the same like piano and guitar mm. at the same time, or like? It was it was pretty staggered. Um, for me, I took piano lessons from like seven to twelve years old. Yeah, and you know it was every week, and my mom would drive me from, like, it was like an hour <laughs> to yeah. the lessons, and it was great. I think the last year or so I stopped practicing so my mom would get mad because <laughs> she was driving all that and paying money every right. week for me to not <laughs> be practicing. Um, <laughs> I can understand. Right, right. Um, so yeah, then once I stopped playing, once I stopped taking lessons, then I started, you know, learning covers that I wanted to learn. And then I got more, you know, yeah, I was just like playing on my own and like deciding to play. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, I would say, yeah, around 16 years old, then I picked up guitar. And then my senior year of high school, I took, you know, AP Music Theory. So, you know, in that class, that was the part of that was like sight singing. And mm-hmm. so my, you know, teacher there, he taught us a lot about, you know, matching pitch. So, I, you know, greatly improved. Like, I feel like he taught me, you know, how to, you know, actually sing to like manipulate my voice to actually hit the notes correctly. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, kind of around that time, I was also, I was in a garage van and I was, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess the reason I want you on was because, yeah, we have a lot of similarities. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so it was really fun. So I was like playing the keyboard in that garage van and you know I was starting to write my own songs in high school like seventh grade too and then it all kind of built so like in college I wrote a lot more songs and it's just been consistent so like two years ago I really started getting into like production um like music production yeah that's really cool would you say like that's kind of like with what you do like 
um, especially because I know that could be really like um, emotionally, like you know, taxing for sure. Because right. I definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah, definitely. With that. So, mm-hmm. w- would you say that's like kind of your like a way? You know, because everyone has a way of like you know recouping and just mm. kind of re like do meaning. Right. So. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, for sure. Definitely. And especially like during the pandemic, I've had more time to lean into it as well. So I've appreciated, you know, that time to, you know, devote more to music. And um, yeah, especially I've noticed, you know, after a long day, because, you know, yeah, like I do therapy. Um, yeah. So after like a, like a long day of therapy where it's like, you know, it, the sessions can get intense. So yeah. the way I, you know, decompress afterwards is by playing piano, you know, and that's really helps me um, kind of cleanse and um, just get the emotions out. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, interesting for me since I do a lot of different things, mm-hmm. um, kind of the role each plays, you know, in my life. So yeah. when I first started, you know, this new therapy position, I would try to like, you know, listen to songs I was working on to like mix and edit them mm-hmm. but I was like I, my mind can't deal with this right now so mm-hmm. I found it to be you know more cathartic for me to just actually be playing the piano mm-hmm. just really present in the moment just creative improvising mm-hmm. to you know not something that's not goal oriented right yeah mm-hmm. so um that's really helped me um you know do self-care and yeah. decompress at the end of the day mm-hmm. that's important Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely like relate to that. I think that's, <clears throat> um, I think it's very easy to like uh, not have an outlet, I guess, and just sort of be like, I just need yeah. to lay here <laughs> and then I'll be okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing sleep. too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure, I love my sleep. <laughs> oh, I'm right there with you. So, um, but it's it's definitely been really helpful, I think. Um, being able to just like sing to a song or like pick up my instrument or um and that's actually mm-hmm. kind of one of the reasons why I was looking into like picking up the piano because I was like oh man because sure. yeah. I was like I love singing and it'd be so cool and every time I hear people sing and they can accompany themselves I'm just like oh this mm-hmm. is what I need to uh, do like it's just it's so <laughs> beautiful like, oh, you know uh, it's just it's cool right. so it is, um, yeah. yeah so I think I think it's really it's really important and I think everyone has obviously an outlet of like how um to kind of like decompress and it kind of helps but um I definitely would think after a long day of like you know trying to help people and helping Mm -hmm. people um Mm -hmm. and I think or talking to people and hearing all these stories I think Mm -hmm. it definitely really helps me a lot as well I think Mm -hmm. music is definitely my outlet I'd say Mm, yeah i'm glad yeah i was gonna ask you about that so yeah yeah that's yeah, cool for sure yeah. yeah man um anything you want to share with the people that we didn't get to touch on that you think you know oh i think um i think uh i think it's really important for like people in our community especially like the african-american community mm-hmm. like young girls i think mm-hmm. if anyone has like an opportunity to encourage like actually another thing that I love is like volunteering and like doing etc and I think being able to like empower like young like black girls to pick up an instrument and play an Mm -hmm. instrument and like get into and I know like because resources are hard depending on where they are Mm -hmm. um I think 
it's so important. And I just hope like, yeah, I hope, and I think that's why I think it's really cool that you're doing something like this, mm-hmm. like with your platform, because I've seen a lot of the other interviews too, where like um, different types of like musicians and different mm-hmm. types of like, you know, artists and people who just do it to enjoy, you know what I mean? On the day to day. I think it's, it's really important to even empower like our community in that way. That's something I really care about. And I think, yeah, it's, it's just something that's really important. So I hope people can do that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I think it's really neat and um, it'd be really cool to encourage. Yeah. And yeah, no, I definitely agree. You know, a hundred percent. There's Alicia Keys started a nonprofit. It's called She Is the Music. I don't know if you're. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and she's one of my favorite artists. She's incredible. And black woman singing playing piano. Yes, exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know they have an Instagram page and and more as well. They actually on their YouTube they have some like female producers going through like how to get into producing and stuff like that so it's really cool Um, but they they list um, stats just of how underrepresented women are in the music industry Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah just you know I agree that it's really important to have more women um, in music and then also to be able to showcase those that are you know in music as well yeah (laughs) yeah that's really Um, cool yeah, thank you for listening to the other episodes too. That's yeah, really of course. <laughs> I just I was like, that's so neat. I think it's such a great way to I think put like shed light on on this. I think mm. it's really, one, it's something that you're passionate about and you like yeah. it. And <laughs> two, do. it's yeah. it's really great to see that people are out there kind of doing their own thing with music mm-hmm. and um how they're making it their own. And I think right. it's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. And yeah, one of my mentors, her name is Dr. Ashley Brown. She's uh, like a hip hop artist, MC in, in DC. Okay. She actually founded the DC Music Summit. Um, oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. So she's, a, you know, amazing. Um, and a couple of years ago, she was on a podcast and I was listening to it. And she said, you know, it's really important to document Black women's stories because, um, you know, for racism and mm-hmm. misogyny and white supremacy you know what black women's stories have not been as heard as they should be so that's definitely something that I keep in mind for Mm -hmm. this podcast and something you know a reason that you know I'm grateful to have you on to share your story well I'm really grateful to have been on here I think that's really neat that's Uh, really cool yeah Yeah, I absolutely agree with what she says of 100% yeah I think we have so many things on our plate to like deal with to think about just being in our community that like the last thing people think about is like oh like my story has some kind of importance or like Mm, mm. someone out there will hear it and think of something but like Mm. what keep us going are stories literally like whether it's Uh like it's it's everywhere stories are everywhere and I think it's Mm -hmm. it's a powerful thing so I think the fact that this exists and that you're doing that I think is really neat for sure Yeah, well, I'm, you know, so grateful to have you on and I hope, you know, we're able to, you know, continue to connect. We are maybe thinking about, you know, visiting Just Rock and doing some Just Rock events. You know, they have different ones. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that'll be amazing. Um, Any kind of closing? Oh, 
Oh, I didn't hear you there. Oh, no, no. I said, yeah, no, I think that's great. Like, just rock. Oh. You mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, that would definitely be cool. <laughs> oh, okay. I definitely want to be uh, Yeah, okay, no, I thank sweet, you for having sweet. me. This is really neat. This has been really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay.